Twitch fans, fans of the of the Global Revolution. As always, we're the coolest guys around. We bring it to you, all the wrestling which may be found under your radar. Uh, I do say we, I should say I. I am by myself this week. Uh, Jeff had to cancel at the last minute. And uh, I don't have any other replacement. So we are recording this solo. And I uh, apologize in advance. These episodes are usually the weakest, in my opinion. But for anyone who likes to follow along, uh, yeah, hope you have a good time with it. I'm uh, going to be talking uh, particularly about some stardom shows today. we got a couple really good ones uh, from January 5th. Uh, one of their New Year's Stars shows. Should be some fun stuff there. And also, uh, more importantly, the 8th anniversary show that went down on January 14th. Uh, said it before, I'll say it again. If you ever want to check out Stardom, they have a great streaming site. Very easy to use. Very easy to find uh, the matches that you may want to see. Really comprehensive. Really thorough. Absolutely one of the best streaming services out there. And a great promotion as well. Big fan of Stardom. Uh, I do have a few comments from Jeff that he shared. He's able to see some of these matches before he had to uh, cancel, and he sent those along. So I'm going to share those as well, give you a little bit of a uh, second perspective as we go through these here. So, cool. Before, uh, without any other ado, let's just jump right into it. The uh, first match on the January 5th show is uh, two wrestlers that I do not know, uh, but I know now. They are Jamie Hayter and Sadie Gibbs. Um, we learned before the match that Sadie Gibbs is in Japan for the first time, um, and, uh, we learned that Jamie Hayter thought that her last match was easy, whatever last match she wrestled in stardom, she's feeling very confident, um, Jamie Hayter apparently seems to be part of, uh, I believe, Oedo Tai, which is, uh, interesting, it's news to me, um, but cool, I'm a fan of Oedo Tai, and they, uh, always interest me, we got a Build up new members sometimes, because they've, uh, excuse me, had a few people leaving recently, so uh, worth replenishing the roster there. Uh, both these wrestlers seem fine. They had a perfectly okay match. I don't know if I'd say a whole lot more about it. Uh, I think Jamie Hayter I liked a little bit more, but she had a little more going on here. Definitely like to see more of her. Um, the match ends at a 10-minute draw. Bit of a bummer. I feel like this low on the card, you can really just stand to put somebody over, but it is what it is. And uh, like I said, it was an okay match. Uh, about Jeff, about this one, Jeff said uh, he really enjoyed Sadie Gibbs, seemed like a natural fit, tries really hard, might need to work on some, some selling things. Uh, she sold some simple slaps like a gunshot, he felt, but she's fun and she did a cool Sasuke special. In one of the matches that uh, that she is in. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, he likes her a lot, and uh, he hopes her run in stardom is good. He also notes that uh, apparently she was mentioned critically by Will Ospreay, and uh, the criticism he got from that uh, made him delete his Twitter, which makes Jeff very happy, because uh, he strongly dislikes Will Ospreay for reasons which may be obvious if you follow his Twitter. Doesn't seem like a very... Um, Nice person, uh, but uh, that's, a, that's another story, I suppose. Um, he says, uh, these two's matches prove that Sadie is doing more than all right for herself in Japan and doesn't need uh, some dude adding stupid criticism, which, uh, by and large, I, I tend to agree with. I think there's uh, little reason to go out and start criticizing people on Twitter who you, I would think, not even really interact with. So I don't know what the motivation is there. <clears throat> Uh, second match to talk about from this January 5th show 
as uh, a trios match. Going to be a lot of trios matches, uh, especially on this first card. It is uh, AZM, Momo, Watanabe, and Konami on one side. Taking on the team of Hanan, Hina, and Rita. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Um, the, uh, team of Hanan, Hina, and Rina, uh, are all very young wrestlers. Uh, I'm a little afraid to look up how young they might be. They're very young. I'm certain they're in their teens, at the very least. Um, these teams both lost in a trios tournament that, uh, took place earlier in the day, that started earlier in the day. It concludes on this, this being the evening show of a, uh, two-part event. Um... So, yeah, you have this uh, rookie team kind of in the uh, runner-up bracket. And then the other team is uh, really a Queen's Quest team, the uh, AZM, Momo, Watanabe, and Konami, all from that stable. Uh, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was good. Um, the, uh, the the kids, the younger wrestlers, for lack of a better word, I thought uh, kind of made up for their lack of experience by really coming on strong. They all attacked Momo Watanabe to uh, start this match. They... Um, kind of swarmed all over the more experienced wrestlers for a while. Um, and uh, it looked like they might even pull out a victory. Uh, the tide did turn. The old wrestlers got back control and uh, eventually won the match, AZM getting the pin. Um, but, yeah, it was good. I, I, I was a fan of this match. Uh, it's a little uh, weird to see wrestlers this young and kind of being featured in this role. But, you know, this, this is how they learn. This is how they get great uh, a lot of the time. So... Good for them if that's what they're interested in doing. Oh, speaking of... My goodness. Speaking of young wrestlers, um, in the next match, we have someone uh, by the name of Ruaka, who is 14 years old, which is uh, very young, and I don't know entirely how I feel about that, but um, Stardom does tend to train younger wrestlers, and uh, as long as they're being safe, I guess that's fine, but man, that is awfully young. Um... And that team is Jungle Kiona and Natsuko Tora. Uh, and on the other side, it's another trios match. It is uh, Mary Apache, Bobby Tyler, and Hana Kimura, uh, who apparently has turned face. I, I really did not know that, but she has left away to tie. She has turned face, and uh, she's still awesome. Big fan of Hana Kimura. Definitely thought she was the star of this match. Um... It is uh, Bobby Tyler who gets the win here. Uh, Bobby Tyler, a very athletic wrestler who I thought was impressive. Match overall, pretty solid. Solid trios match to follow up here. Uh, from there, we go to the uh, semifinals of the trios tournament. Two of the teams left uh, on one side. Well, on both sides, actually. Uh, both sides are part of a group called Stars, which uh, I think is associated with Mayu Iwatani um, and some of the more regular Baby faces of stardom. Uh, the teams are Tom Nakano, who uh, left away to tie last year and uh, has been uh, kind of a focal point for the company. Teaming up with uh, Arisa Hushiki and Saki Kashima, who were around in the early days of stardom and really haven't been seen in uh, a few years, so uh, perhaps making a bit of a comeback here, which I think is uh, solid. On the other side, you've got Starlight Kid, Natsumi, and Alex I want to say Garcia. It says Gracia in my note, but I feel like that's wrong. Anyway, um, it's uh, the semifinals here, and uh, it's a perfectly decent match. Didn't think it necessarily stood out that much. 
Uh, Risa Hoshiki does get the victory for her team, which I think was definitely the right way to go. The uh, other team was fine. Seemed a little inexperienced, so that's the victory there. Uh, The other semifinal was, uh, I thought, the highlight of the show. I thought this was a great match. Um, It is, uh, on the one side, the uh, Queen's Quest team of Viper, Utami Hayashishita, I think I've said that right, and Bia Priestley, taking on the Oedo Tai team of Kagetsu, Natsusumure, and Hazuki. Uh, And that's, that's a really good collection of talent. Really pleased about that. Before the match, Ueno Tai does a rap, does a dance. I love these guys. Uh, really one of my favorite stables out there. Um, match is pretty wild. They fight to the backstage. They do a lot of chaotic, different stuff, really uh, crashing all over the arena. Very cool, very exciting. I was a big fan of that. But everyone involved looked really good, especially Viper and Kagetsu, uh, who are both really exceptional talents. Um there was one move, and this was the end of the match, thankfully, where Bia Priestley had uh, Natsu, Natsu Sumire, kind of uh, balanced across her knees, and then Viper ran in and, like, just sent on on the whole thing, and it looked absolutely brutal, and it did end the match, and uh, the uh, Queen's Quest team proceeds on, and uh, that's cool. I think that's definitely the right choice as well. Uh, Jeff sent some thoughts about this match. He says he really loves Wado Tai. Um, every time they appear, he's reminded about how awesome they are as a group. They have an incredible aura. Uh, and he mentions that Tam Nakano apparently has uh, worked an angle and turned heel to join Wado Tai, which uh, I actually was not aware of. So that's really an interesting thing to know. Uh, he says uh, it's a great move for her to be back in Wado Tai. He thinks the group was at its finest. When it was uh, Tam Nakano, Chris Wolf, Hanakamura, my gosh, excuse me, Hanakamura, and, um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Chris Wolf, Hanakamura, Tam Nakano, uh, Kagetsu, all, all of those, all kind of the, the crew that was around last year as part of the group. There, I've got my, uh, train of thought back. Uh, he also mentions, apparently, Chris Wolf will be retiring soon due to concussion concerns after her current uh, tour dates finish up, which is an absolute bummer, and I definitely agree with that. Um, she's a fun, weird, unique talent, uh, but it just says health has to come first, so good for her for taking care of herself, and I can only agree with that, but that's a real shame. Big fan of Chris Wolf. Hope, uh, who knows, maybe can recover come back, or uh, if not, that's okay too. Take care of yourself, first and foremost. Final match of the night is uh, Viper, Tami Hayashishida, and Bia Priestley taking on uh, Tam Nakano, Ariso Oshiki, and Saki Kashima. Um, and this is a very good match as well. This, this was a strong follow-up, I thought, to that really great semifinal. Uh, I think Viper, in particular, I'll say again, looks so great in these matches. Uh, I'm really impressed with how much Tam Nakano has improved in the past year. Uh, I think she was good before. Now is really getting to be great. Uh, Utami shows me a lot of potential. Uh, Hoshiki and Kashimi seem solid. Um, there are uh, some stuff here between Viper and Tam Nakano that reminded me of an, an awesome match that they had together last year. They seem to have really great chemistry. Um, there's also uh, a really incredible 
torture rack kind of thing from Utami uh, that I was a big fan of. And it even finishes the match. Kashima taps out, and uh, Queen's, Cast, Queen's Quest gets the victory. It definitely felt like the right team won this match. Um, very good stuff, I thought. Uh, after the match, we have Utami challenging Viper for her, uh, for her championships. She holds the EVE International title and the SWA Women's title. They're both, I think, European in origin, uh, but uh, often come over to Japan, especially the SWA title. I've uh, seen that quite a number of times in stardom, so that will actually be set for the anniversary show, which we're going to talk about uh, a little bit further here. Because that is indeed the next thing to go over. Um, so stardom, 8th anniversary, starting uh, at the start of 2011. It's gone 8 years now through uh, a few different incarnations um big fan of the current one so uh, let's see what they have for their anniversary to kick off the match we have natsuko tora taking on saya iida uh, and i believe it is uh, iida's debut certainly in stardom possibly in all of wrestling this may have been her very first match and that's that's you know no pressure at the big anniversary show um I thought all things considered, she did very well. Saida, uh, you can only tell so much from someone uh, this green, but she was fine. Uh, Natsuko Tour, of course, gets the victory here. No surprise there. Um, I'll just move right along. Talk about uh, the second match, which is a four-way gauntlet tag team match. Um, it is uh, Mary Apache and Natsumi. Starlight Kid and Alex Gracia, and I guess that must be right because they wrote it twice. Ruaka and Hanan. Ruaka being the 14-year-old, my God. Uh, and Hina and Rina as the fourth team. Uh, I thought Mary Apache definitely looked the best in this match. And she looked like she could have been everyone else's mom because all these other girls were so young. They were all very young. Uh, probably not all 14 by any stretch, but yeah, Mary Padgett very much looking like the veteran, very much looking like the one with the most experience. Uh, I'm a fan of Mary Apache coming out of uh, Mexico. Very nice luchadora uh, who did well, and uh, she teamed well with Natsumi, I thought, who uh, did everything she could to keep up, and I thought looked pretty good coming out of all of this as well. Uh, Jeff sent a comment on this match. Uh, he mentioned he likes Starlight Kid. Uh, she bumps very well and now has a neat kind of energy that he can't quite describe, but he feels she's very good. Feels like she's growing uh, a growing talent that's caught his eye. Definitely want to see more of her. And uh, I think I'd have to agree with that. I think Starlight Kid was another stand out in this match as far as anybody was um and uh did very well for herself i could definitely see some very good things coming out for that masked wrestler i think uh, she has a lot of potential in her to do a lot more and yeah i'm excited to see what comes of that uh following up we have a uh, trios match another one you know, like trios matches over in japan I'm, I'm fine with that i have no issue uh, on the one side, it is Natsu Samiri, Hazuki, and Jamie Hayter, which is uh, an Uedo Tai trio. They're taking on Hanakamura, Bobby Tyler, and Sadie Gibbs, making uh, another appearance here in Stardom. Uh, this is where I kind of found out for sure that Hanakamura had left Uedo Tai, and I do think that's a bummer because I think she was awesome in that role. Uh, she's still very good. She's wearing a, an extremely colorful 
outfit costume now. It's really quite something. Um, something to see. Uh, the match, uh, I'd say, is pretty good. This is one of the matches I think I like better on the set. Uh, there's a fight that goes out into the crowd, which uh, is always fun. I think um, Hanakamura fighting with Natsumu Sumire, uh, which is cool. It's two of my favorite people in this match. Big fan of Natsu Sumire and kind of her uh, weird sort of uh, millennial attitude, maybe if you will. She doesn't really uh, seem to take very much seriously. Is kind of entitled. Um, she's uh, she's a fun character. I enjoy her quite a bit. Um, Hanakamura, another big standout, as I've said. Really, I think one of the best uh, that Stardom has. And uh, I hope they invest a lot in here. Amazed at how tremendously she's improved in the past couple years. Um, when I first saw her, I didn't think much of her. Now uh, she's someone I would really seek out. Uh, Bobby Tyler, also in this match, seems super athletic. I, I really like what she brings to the table. Uh, she gets the win in this match, diving off the top. Uh, getting that victory, which is uh, pretty cool, beating a, uh, an Oedo Tai team. Not uh, necessarily Oedo Tai's strongest possible team, but still, anytime you can get a win over that stable, I think uh, it speaks well to your ability. Um, we follow that up with uh, a different kind of anniversary in and of itself. It is uh, Mayu Iwatani's anniversary with the company, and it's also her return, um, which is cool. So it's the anniversary of her debut. I believe she debuted on the first show. Uh, but now, yeah, returning to the company, which I think uh, is, is pretty important after um, losing Io Shirai and Kairi Hojo before that. Uh, Mayu Utani, wonderful talent and one uh, that people associate with stardom. So having her on board, I think, uh, is important and uh, just beneficial because she really is very, very good. She's, she's excellent. Um on her side, it's uh, Arisa Hoshiki and Saki Kashima, who I mentioned also were around early in the years of stardom. So uh, kind of a throwback team on that side. Uh, they all seem to get along very well. Uh, on the other side, we have uh, AZM, Bia Priestley, and Konami teaming up. And uh, yeah, it's a perfectly fine team, perfectly solid group. Mayu um, Utani uh, is super good, and I would say definitely the highlight of this match. If you have not had a chance to check out Mayu Iwatani, strongly suggest you do so, because uh, she is great. Uh, she gets the win here with the Moonsault, um, and uh, yeah, more power to her. I think uh, very deserving. Hope uh, she's able to stay healthy, stick with the company for a good long time, and uh, really kind of help them um, be all that they can be, if you will. Jeff sent some comments on this match as well. Uh, he also mentions with Io and Kyrie gone, Mayu coming back uh, is really a godsend to the company. He uh, loves her as a wrestler, which is great. Can agree with that. Says she had an incredible super kick during the, this match, which I can also co-sign. She's going to have to be the star and focal point of stardom along with Kagetsu. And just seeing the energy she brings and physicality she has, I have no doubt she can do it. Now, I'm, I'm not as sure about that. I think uh, she's definitely going to be an important part of stardom. I don't know if she'll be the focal point. I know uh, she struggled somewhat with injuries, and uh, I think they might be better served to try to build some new people up as soon as possible, because I think there's no guarantee you'll have Mayu Owatani indefinitely. Um, that's assuming she wouldn't be signed by the WWE or something, which I'd be a little surprised about, because even... 
by modern standards. I think um, she's just uh, she's a very thin person. I think just looking at her, you would not be impressed, even though she is very impressive when she actually wrestles. So uh, I don't know. That would be a sign. Some people would surprise me, so it wouldn't shock me. But uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think she'd be top on their list. Um, you know, they do still have maybe a certain idea of who they want to have. But maybe not anymore. Who knows? Um, the uh, Jeff says the uh, the trios match here had a lot of people of note in it. Um, but even if it hadn't been her eighth anniversary, Mayu still would have been the star. He's a big Mayu fan, and uh, the match only continued to strengthen that. And I can't really second guess that at all. Mayu Tani, really an incredible talent. Uh, we follow up with the last uh, three matches on the show, which are all title matches. First, we have Viper taking on uh, Utami Hayashishida for those two titles that were mentioned before, the EVE International title and the SWA women's title. Um, and I got to say, they had a great match here. I was very impressed by this, uh, and I thought it would be good because I'm a big fan of Viper. Uh, Utami is someone who's really been growing on me. Um, and yeah, I think they put a great, great match together here. Uh, both talents very impressive. Uh, Tommy, in particular, really surprised me because uh, you know Viper, who is uh, Piper Niven from the first May Young Classic, you may remember. Um, she's a very uh, large woman, um, you know, very athletic but very large. Um, but at one point, Utami picks her up in not even really like a Samoan drop, almost the other way, like it was going to be a burning hammer or, or something, and then like rolls her over. And I don't know, I don't know if you call it like a like a Finley roll or just sort of like some kind of driver slam something. I don't know. Like it was a really huge move, very impressive on uh, Utami's part that she was able to pull that off. So uh, give a lot of credit to that. Um, Utami does pick up the win here with a delayed German suplex pin, which was pretty cool as well. Again, uh, impressive display of strength. The rumor, I believe is Viper may be headed for WWE, which, uh, as always, is bittersweet to me because uh, I feel like a lot of times these guys kind of get lost in the shuffle in the WWE machine. But, uh, you know, more power to her if that's what she wants to do. And I uh, wish her all the success there. And uh, looking forward to see the people who step up to fill that, that spot uh, in the independent scene and uh, in the world. I think we've already seen a lot of people kind of coming into that area, so, uh, so cool, I'm, I'm down with, uh, with whatever happens there, yeah, Utami, picking up that win, picking up two, two titles in one, one go, very cool, uh, second to last match on this card that we're going to talk about here is Tam Nakano taking on Momo Watanabe for the Wonder of Stardom Championship, which is, uh, one of the top titles in Stardom, uh, maybe could call it like intercontinental style level, something like that. Um, although it seems at times to be interchangeable with the world title, so there's a little bit of flexibility there. Um, before the match, we get promos, as we almost always do in Stardom, which is another nice thing. They're nice subtitled promos that kind of give you a little idea of uh, where everybody's at coming into the match. Very cool with that. Tam Nakano mentions feeling despair last year when she had to leave Wado Tai. Um, but now she's all right standing on her own, standing without the help of uh, Mayu Iwatani, who did help her out a lot over the course of last year. Now uh, Mayu's been gone for a while, so Tam has sort of been on her own, 
apparently not necessarily realigning with Mayu as she comes back. Um, really no evidence here of Tom wanting to go back to Uedo Tai, but that could just be part of the angle that uh, Jeff mentioned in one of his notes. Uh, on Momo Watanabe's side, she says she'll prove stars is nothing without Mayu, and that's uh, kind of the group that Mayu Uitani had put together. And she's really very aggressive about it, which I was surprised, because she's, uh, you know, on paper at least, a babyface. I guess Queen's Quest can be a little a little more uh, anti-hero-ish, and uh, she is one of the major members of that group, but still, more aggressive than I was expecting. Uh, the match itself, I also thought was great. This is another one that really impressed me. Uh, there was a really nice double psychology storytelling thing going on, uh, where Momo went after Tom Nakano's arm and really uh, wrecked it up, but Nakano was able to fight back and really go after Momo's leg. And uh, so both of them were kind of working with an injured limb, and uh, both were kind of limited in what they can do at certain times. I thought they uh, sold it really well. They kept up the fight, and uh, they really created some really nice moments together. I'm impressed a lot by both of these women. I think they've uh, really just improved and improved, and uh, at this point they're capable of putting out great matches. So much credit to both of them. Uh, I think they both have really bright futures. Uh, Momo Watanabe does get the win in this match, uh, defeating Tom Nakano by by a hair. Um, after the match, it seems Momo Watanabe is challenged by both Bobby Tyler and Jamie Hayter. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to kind of newer people to stardom, stardom rookies sort of, uh, getting a shot at those titles. Uh, sounds like that will definitely happen. Uh, Momo says she'll uh, fight them one at a time, not together. But, uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, possibly checking out those matches. I think both have potential to be quite good. So uh, we'll keep an eye out for those. Last and definitely not least is the World of Stardom Championship match, and that is Kagetsu taking on Jungle Kiona for that top title in the Stardom uh, Pantheon. So uh, I'm very excited about this. Huge Kagetsu fan, really one of my favorites out there. Jungle Kiona, I think a very solid talent. Uh, before the match, you have Kagetsu saying that uh, she promised she'll wrestle a clean match today. No cheating, no uh, shenanigans, no Oedo Tai coming in to mess everything up. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Kagetsu, definitely known to wrestle a clean match now and then, but uh, prone prone to use uh, a lot of shady tactics. And uh, with a tough challenger like Jungle Kiona, it's a tough thing to uh, kind of put those aside. Uh, the match, honestly, I thought it was fantastic. It was my favorite one that we covered through all of this. Um, I, uh, I love Kagut's wrestling style. Kagut's wrestling style, um, I like that it's very counter-driven at times. A lot of ducking and dodging and reversing and countering uh, until she's able to get a big hit in. Um, really cool. Love that style. Uh, also got just some really good offense. At one point, just punching Jungle Kiona in the gut uh, and just look great. Um, the the most mental moment of the match, no doubt, is uh, Kagetsu kind of dragging Jungle Kiona out into the crowd. Um, if you've ever seen uh, these, um, well, uh, basically, uh, hanging over a balcony is what Kagetsu was doing while applying an armbar, like you might see someone do over the top rope. Uh, but this time, doing it 
like, over a balcony. So Kagetsu hanging upside down, trying to rip the arm off of Jungle Kiona and just looking like a mad person the whole time. And, yeah, like, I, my breath was catching during this spot. Like, presumably, I knew nobody could have died or they probably wouldn't have put up the match. But, man, it looked super intense and uh, potentially very dangerous, honestly. But uh, they seemed to do it in a way that, um, that, 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 that was shocking and uh, amazing visually, but uh, still pretty secure. Obviously, no one really injured as a part of this. Um, but still, really cool, awesome, awesome spots. Um, a lot of what I liked about this match was Kagetsu, but Jungle Kiona was able to uh, come back, do a really good job towards the end, at one point almost doing a Ganso Bomb on uh, Kagetsu, and then lifting her back up into a Power Bomb, which was a pretty nutty combo. In the end, though, Kagetsu breaking her promise, spitting some mist in the eyes of Jungle Kiona to get the Tainted win. After the match, Kagetsu gets on the mic and says the jungle was an idiot. If the shot, she'd really wrestle clean. Um, she does uh, speak a bit to the rest of the roster and to her own stable and offers Hazuki of uh, Tai the chance to wrestle for the top belt next, which is a little bit interesting. Uh, Hazuki is surprised. It says she has no reason not to accept, so she will fight Kagetsu and uh, she'll do her best and we'll see if that causes any trouble in the stable. Um, the roster kind of ends to, uh, the, or the roster, um, gathers to end the show, I should say, and Kagetsu lets Maya Uutani, uh, close it, since it is her return and her anniversary as well, which is very nice, um, and Mayu kind of teases her about, uh, letting her do it, even though she's a heel, um, and it's fun, I love Kagetsu, love Maya Uutani, love the feel of stardom, um, strongly recommend this anniversary show, if you get a chance to uh, check it out, especially the uh, the last, uh, I'd say, four matches or so from Mayu Tani's return on. I think uh, there's really some awesome stuff in there. All right, that pretty much covers everything I'm going to talk about. Just doing some stardom-specific stuff this week. Um, not a whole back and forth. Again, apologize, but it was a short show. Uh, but doing what I can here all by myself. Want to bring that wrestling to you, to any stardom fans out there. And I hope there are more every day, because it's a great promotion. Um, all right, yeah, until then, uh, thanks for listening. I am the Miss Fan. Uh, you ever shout me out on Twitter. I am at SpectralGent. Give me a shout, give me a follow, talk about uh, anything you like. I uh, hope you also check out the great programs on LOP Radio. Got some really great ones. We've got uh, Perfect 10 Wrestling. we got uh, Kingdom of Honor. Got Sports Entertainment is Dead, Right Side of the Pond, uh, not the least of which being uh, the return to the airwaves by myself and co-founder of this show, Shane, a.k.a. Mystic, with All About All Elite, a uh, show talking about uh, All Elite Wrestling, which is coming to be, the potential excitement of that, talking about the roster, the rumors, all that stuff. Also, I believe as of uh, this coming weekend, we're going to be starting coverage on MLW as well, so a little bit of real-time coverage, something we haven't done together uh, in quite a long time, but uh, it should be very exciting. I'm going to go back uh, to kind of the start of their uh, resurgence last year, talk about that, and uh, give you some coverage on everything that's gone down. So a lot of very exciting stuff to check out on LP Radio. Also, lordsofpain.net, lpforums.com for a lot of great written material. Really hope you'll come check out our forums right now. we got a writing competition going on. A lot of fantastic columns coming out. A lot of really interesting stuff going down. 
Um, and I myself uh, just recently finished the match of the year 2018 Countdown Spectacular. I'm talking about a lot of my favorite matches from 2018. I think there's a lot of great content in there. And hopefully returning soon, The Life and Times of Bobby the Brain Heenan, a long-running series about uh, the greatest manager, one of the greatest performers in all of wrestling history. So uh, hopefully that'll be coming back soon, just as uh, soon as I have time to write some more of it. So... That, I do believe, is everything. We'll absolutely be back, hopefully, together next week for some more uh, awesome wrestling coverage and stuff which may be under your radar. Until then, thanks so much. We will see you then. Until then, we have been The Global Revolution. See you next time.